It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast Alright then We're back Another week You know what I mean In your ear canal What's good with you? Shit man I am um I am feeling good, sleep deprived, but you know, doing all the shit that I wanted to do. So can't complain not one bit. All the shit I asked for, it's right mm. there in your muff in my motherfucking grill. Here you go. <laughs> there you go. There you all go. Whole it, lot. Whole lot. Whole lot. Yeah, nigga. I don't want. I don't want to hear that about no sleep now. Stop playing. Right, right. Should have been more specific. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I want to oh, hear that. Uh, well, shit. It sounds eventful. It sounds yeah, eventful. Man. What's what, what? What's been good? What's talked to me? Uh, what's man, been going shit, on? Uh, just got back from Vegas from the Billboard Awards scenarios. So, um, you know, was out there. Our team was working the gray carpet, as you would. And, the gray um, carpet. Yeah, the carpet was gray. It wasn't red or silver. I mean, you know. You know what was that based shit, on? You know, like chic. I don't know what the symbolism was. Maybe they was just going mm. for modern chic. It was outside yeah, in the hot sun. i tell you that. I'm sure Vegas. Yeah, hell yeah. I've only been to Vegas one time. That shit was hot really? as fuck. Yeah, only once so far in my life. I had to, and I was out there for work. I had to, I was wearing a, I went out there to E3 and. Mm. I was out there in a damn suit. I remember walking the strip in a full-on suit. It had to be about 95 degrees, dog. This shit was dope. Uh, and it was a nice suit. I liked it, but I was sweating through that shit. It was bananas. Mm-hmm. I I didn't really get to enjoy Vegas too much because I was out there really for work. I've always said right. I need to go back. I only scratched the surface. But, um, yeah, I yeah. can imagine and I can relate to that humidity. But go ahead. So it was hot as fuck. Great no, carpet. That, it wasn't that humid. It was, like, dry, but it was hot. Okay. Definitely. Um, the uh-huh. weird thing is like You know it was like 98 degrees or something like that But if mm-hmm. it's like 98 degrees in Miami You really busting a cold sweat Like you You mm. know what I'm saying You got a You got a whole sweat rag with you You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. You ain't outside You 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 really just Getting to the air, air condition mm. But uh, Vegas The heat was kind of dry So It didn't really feel like 98 Unless you stood out in that shit for a minute, and okay, I am averse to any of that standing outside in the hot sun, direct sun. Right. So, right. you know, me being you know from a tropical environment, even when you outside, you walking, you finding the shade side of the street. You know what I'm saying? You playing close to the wall, so that you know what I'm saying you ain't getting them direct sunbeams. Right. So it was it was it was tolerable as a even at ninety eight degrees, and then a lot of times Vegas, you know they had you trapped in them damn casinos and the you know the cavernous mm-hmm. hotels and you know everything right there. They don't really want to let you go. They don't even want to. You know what I'm saying? Like the sign to get back to the strip is hard to find in a casino. Mm. You walking in circles before you find the sign to get back outside. Like, which is weird because. Like, um, even, like, when you come to the hotel, right, it's like, you know, you got the big valet motor 
airport, you know what I mean, and taxis and, you know, the drop-off area. Mm-hmm. But that don't really lead you to the strip, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, the door that leads you to the strip, you got to walk all the way through that mug, through, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like a nondescript-ass door, like a nondescript-ass entrance. They don't want you to leave. They want you to stay in that mug. Spend and that money. Exactly. That's what they really mean when they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. It means all your money. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it ain't It ain't about the good time. It's about we leave all of the green. So, mm. so you know, that was going on. You know, Vegas are how you feel in Porto, you know. <laughs> I can imagine. Niggas yeah. do it big in Vegas. I mean, you know. They do it yeah. big, you know what I'm saying? Big shopping, big this, big, you know. There's a lot of bigness going on. It's like, mm-hmm. you know how you go to the mall and you have on an outfit, you feel it's pretty fresh. But then you get in the mall lights. You're like, damn. My shit look <laughs> the mall dusty. lights. <laughs> you know the, the lights in the mall make your shit look old. <laughs> I could have ironed this a little harder. Is this dingy? It's like the mall lights make the clothes, the new clothes look like something, and make the old clothes mm-hmm. look like, mm, nigga, you need to buy some new clothes. <laughs> right, right, right. So Vegas, That's how funny. you looking at your whole fit? You thought you was fresh. You walked outside. You like, yeah, damn. Maybe I shouldn't have wiped these shoes off. Maybe I should have bought some new ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shit like that. But um. Uh, you know, it was a cool time. Like, you know, I, I'm typically not a big fan of Vegas, but okay. um, I understand it. You know what I'm saying? I understand what it is. You know, I, like now I know how to navigate it a little bit. I've probably been to Vegas maybe three, four times, four or five times. Used to go for mm-hmm. magic at, you know what I mean? Um, right. Every time for work, but, you know, you, you learn a little more every time you touch down. But it is, you what know. What you learn this time? Well, I just, you know, like, one, I spent more time. So I probably was there like four or five days, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you got to move around a little more, you know. Um, there's, I, I, I did learn there's levels to anywhere you at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you, there's definitely levels. Like, you could be, you think you're doing it. But then there's about three, four, five levels on top of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they got they, you. You got the high roller table. They got a high, high, high roller table. You know, right. you thought you was going VIP in the restaurant. They got tonnels under the ground that that on you know, the real uh-huh. VIPs is taking. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, damn. You know, that's wild. So it's levels. Like you, you'll be in one hotel. You in the same hotel. The other side of that bitch is way fly than your side, you know? Now, so, you know, go ahead. Is it one of them situations where if you don't know, you just don't know? Like, ignorance yeah, if you is you don't bliss. know, it ain't going to hurt you. If you, if you don't it. know, Got you it. ain't going to hurt But when you walk outside, when you walk through the lobby, uh-huh. You you could you could see the you know what I'm saying it's, it's difference you know what I'm saying you know uh-huh. you you might be like yeah damn they charging eight dollars for this water right and then, you, then you see a nigga coming through the lobby with four five big ass Gucci bags like yeah damn <laughs> you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. giving away Rolexes you know 
Uh, right, right. So, you know, and, and then, you know, we was at, uh, you know, the Billboard show was at the MGM. So we were staying there. And, uh, you know, the same hotel where Pac got in that fight. Right, so that right, was, right, that right, was right. pretty nostalgic walking that same hallway. Like, wait a minute, I know this hallway. I've um, seen this surveillance footage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, while first I checked in, man, they, 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 I didn't even know that kind of room existed in this hotel. That shit was so raggedy. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, wait, 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 The Ramada up. inside the MGM? Ramada inside the MGM. I'm like, wait a minute. Um, nah. I, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and the worst part about it was the, the smell. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. The fuck that's is, the worst. The? Nah, I can't do it. Can't do it. Went downstairs. They had the upgrades for you, you know what I'm saying? There's levels to the upgrade. So I got right. I got you know what I'm saying, got got a little upgrade and the next room was, you know, it was like, okay, this like feel like a whole nother hotel. God man, they yeah. tripping. <laughs> so mm. but then, you know, you spend three, four days in there, you you work in the different restaurants, you like, ah. After a while I was like, you know what, let me venture out, go to another spot and um see what the See what the lay of the land is, and you know, at one of the spots I heard about that I've never been to. You know, you always hear about the Vegas hotels, the different ones, mm-hmm. like the Wynn and the you know the Delano, mm-hmm. and you know all the different ones. So I was like, man, fuck it, I want to eat good. I go over to the um, went over to the Aria because I've you know I've okay. heard about that from my, you know all the clubs and the parties, and, right? You know, right, right. But I know that's where the you know the fly people be at. So uh-huh. let me go over there and, and, and eat good today. You know what I'm saying? Get over there, you really feel broke. <laughs> That's what all this <laughs> ball of central. <laughs> Shit was crazy, like, huh? Like, yeah, damn, I thought I was doing all right. Nah, nigga. What was the difference? What you see? Oh, no, nah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's a lifestyle, like you know. What I mean, you know, people mm-hmm. come to Vegas to, you know, go all out. Be yeah, go all out. Like Vegas ain't no place where you go tiptoe. You know what I'm saying? You whatever right. your level is, you go. You know what I'm saying? You put on your watch. You put on your, your you know what I'm saying? All your little shit that you uh, accumulated and going on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 just right. know that you're gonna leave that money that you took out there with you. You're gonna leave it. You know it. So. Right. Right. You ain't even tripping. That's how people carry themselves out there. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. done created that lifestyle like leave all your money here. <laughs> right. But when you're working, you know what I'm saying, that ain't, you know, they ain't really on the table. But it's you ain't it's, come it's, for it's that. Some, you came to make yeah, some it's, money. Yeah, it's cool yeah, to observe yeah. though. It's like, okay, yeah. Right. Okay. When you come to Vegas, you better come on to Vegas, you know. <laughs> right. Right. So, so the difference is that, you know, again, it's levels. You know what I mean? And while well, you probably got the high, you got the high rollers at the MGM. It's just an older property. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Aria is a newer property, and so it's a different, it's a different sheen on it. You know what I'm saying? It's connected to the mall. They got the Gucci and the. It's like they ain't even have no regulars. They ain't have no Gap or no shit like that in right, this mall. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you'd be disappointed going to Gap nah, in Vegas. Nah, that shit, nah. Yeah, it ain't it no might be Gap illegal. in Vegas in right. that mall. It's like Gucci, Louis, Hermes. Time for it's it's just all of the you know what I mean, 
luxury and, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, when you go to the luxury shit like in your city, maybe like New York or LA, they got big ass, you know, spots. But like when you go in your city, you know, it might be more limited. Like out there, they got all of the whatevers, you know what I'm saying? You're like, oh shit, they got the whole collection up in this bitch. Right. So, so it's, you know, it's built for balling. You know, gangsters uh-huh. built Vegas. So, you know, it's a, right. it feel like gangster paradise. Mm. That's crazy. Did you go to any of the festivities surrounding it or was it all pretty much work detail? Um, so we were like I say, we was there covering Billboard Awards, and um, but it was work detail, and it was different because, you know, most times it's been years. You know, what I'm saying over all these years, you used to being hands on in the mix. You know, what I'm saying, all right, right, I got this thing, boom, boom. I mean, jump in the mix and get it done. And this time it's kind of like now nah, you just managing the team and shit. So. You know, when it came down to it, I didn't even have credentials to to go into the um, show. So it was like, all right, once I got everything set up, it's like, okay, well, what do I do with myself? You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, them problems show up and then you realize why you got that latitude because your job is really problem solving. When, When everybody that's too close to the forest to see the trees, you know, need something figured out you already done saw two steps ahead like okay boom boom this, this might happen let's you know what I mean if that go let's do this so it was different it was almost like damn you kind of restless cause you like well, let me get on you want to do everything but it's like nah nigga just use your mind use your mind and start changing the way you look at work you know cause for years like you say work means something physically you do you know what I mean Get out, get in the mix, pick up that camera, or you know what I'm saying, whatever it is. It's like hands on, and it's kind of like now I have to start moving away from being in the mix like that and kind of step back and be able to use your mind to move shit around and make life a little easier on yourself. So that's what I had to kind of work through on my own because it, it wasn't like a big deal, but. I did feel that itch to be like, damn, I need to be in the mix. Like, what the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, realized what I was doing and, and, and assumed my own, assumed the right position. Mm. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> fucking Vegas. So that sounds cool. You was out, <laughs> you was doing, you was doing the responsible Vegas. Well, you know what I'm mean? saying? Like, I ain't, I ain't shit. I ain't got it to be, you know what I mean? Playing with right. like that. So, I can dig it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I wasn't even, I wasn't even there for that. That wasn't even no option. I got other shit to be doing. Right. But, you know, again, as a, as an observer, as a, you know, a cultural anthropologist, it's like, you see, okay, yeah, I remember, I had some neighbors, uh, Mr. Shorty and Lilla May. And Mr. Shorty, he was kind of like where, where I saw that you could you could be doing your own life your own way. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he out there, you know, I'd be out there in the yard, making his yard fresh, you know, had a fresh new Cadillac area. And 
every year they went to Vegas. That was a big thing. You know, little man Shotty going to Vegas, and then they take everybody. They all go out to Vegas. And now seeing it, I see why that was a thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, boom. You can go out there, get all your fresh shit for the year. You you know what I'm saying? Have a good time. It's built for it's built for being out and feeling like shit. We out here doing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Built for gold watches and some chains and some, you know what I'm saying? Eating good and, and you know, some, you know, silky wardrobes and, you know what I mean? Shit, you, Vegas, like, the way you would dress in Vegas is, like, you wouldn't dress like that every day per se. You know what I'm saying? Real conspicuous. Yeah, Vegas is very for conspicuous consumption. Right. You know? So it's good to watch. It's good to see. It's good to know. Because, shit, I might want to, you know what I'm saying, put on my shit and go, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, I could dig up? it. I could dig it. I could dig it. I haven't been back. It's been a long time. I want to, you know, to that point, I got one friend of mine that goes to Vegas quite a bit, and he go crazy out there. That's mm-hmm. like one of his spots. My man Johnny Mingle. We had him on the pod a while back. But uh, he he love a good Vegas. Um, when I went out there for work, the time that I went out there for work, I was out there by myself for the most part outside of, you know, meeting with clients or whatever. But I was dolo and I was working during the day and at night. It was, you know, I would pop around and go to certain places. But it felt like similarly, like the first time I went to New Orleans to, you know, U.S. destination cities. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's different when you're by yourself because you don't have nobody to really put the battery in your back. You know what I mean? Like there's, you know, to your point, Vegas felt like people come out there to have it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it, even <laughs> if you're going, if you're going to have it, you might at least lead at least one other motherfucker to witness this shit. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, just yeah. to, you know, just so you could, you could look to them. Remember that time? You know what I mean? Like yo, what yeah. if you know what I think about? You at the at the motherfucking craps table about to roll a seven. <laughs> you're feeling good. You know what I mean? You want somebody? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To be like, yeah, you know, shit. Somebody to blow on the dice or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Vegas know. ain't for the well, solo dolo unless you just a no, gambler. It didn't feel that way. <laughs> Did not feel that You're just way. Just a professional gambler or something. Other than that, you either with the homies, with your lady, yeah. or like yeah. on a family vacation, some type of shit. Which yeah. is so weird because all of those groups are mingling together in one space, yeah. <laughs> which is the wildest shit. Like you really yeah. brought them kids to Vegas like that? This what y'all doing? Walking and through the this smoky ass is- casino, right? But it seemed like they got something for them kids too, though. Yeah, they yeah. got they got something for everybody. They, they say they yeah, not got leaving the money. no dollars untapped. Right, right. Uh, that's what's up. Ah oh, man. Yeah, that should sound cool. That should sounds you know at least it's out there. Did you eat anywhere good out there? I know they got good ass restaurants or. You was just yeah, keeping it um, real. Shit, I, I I did eat at a good spot, a good spot over at the Aria. I just can't remember the name of that shit. Okay, you know, because uh, what I did was, like I said, I knew um, that Aria was fly, and so I just right. went over there, jumped in the Uber, went over there, and went to the concierge and was like, mm-hmm. you know, what's the shit? 
you know what I mean? And then he told me, and then that's just what I did. Oh, mm. it's called um, Jean Georges mm. Steakhouse. <laughs> That's just, yeah. yeah. Was it it's French? Probably, it was a French it spot? It could be like Jean George. It's a steakhouse. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It could be Jean George's, but you know. Well, Jean George? Jean George, you know. Yeah, Okay. That was pretty, that was good. Again, uh-huh. it's just like, you know, let me just go and be in the mix, you know. Right. Right. Get the get the work up off you, you know what I'm saying? Inspire your 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 creative um mind and mm-hmm. cuz you know Vegas is this is very American in the consumption and the capitalism. You know what I'm saying? So it's like sometimes you need to see it to understand where you at with it. Like mm-hmm. this where you at. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what you thought, but <laughs> Right, this is what, right, this is what right. they're doing out here. The Olympics. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you see what, what, what medal you got. Hustle Olympics. Right. Like, woo wee. You know ah, nigga. And, yeah. and, and you know, it, it is what it is. It was it was cool because they had uh Lovers and Friends was out there, so you know, oh, that right. flight coming from the A was, you know, very, you know, Atlanta esque. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Then uh of course they had the billboard so there's a lot of people in town. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, that's what's up. That's what's up. Sounds they cool. They brought Sierra out of retirement. I think she ain't performed in about three years. She hasn't, what do you mean? Sierra hasn't performed in three years? That's what they said. She was her first time at so. Lovers and Friends. Oh, I, guess, I guess I could see that. I mean, shit, it's probably a lot of people, t- at least two years off. Yeah, yeah I mean, two years definitely was, was Yeah, know, but I guess she ain't, automatic. you know, that shit. Yeah, 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 and then she was pregnant one year, I guess. A couple years, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, shit. She on the cover of Sports Illustrated right now, though. That swimsuit issue. issue. Yeah, it's a few of them. Her, Kim Kardashian. Well, it's like at different covers, but I only seen her cover. She's on the cover of that shit, so that's a good look. I know Kim Kardashian is on the cover and somebody else. So mm-hmm. there's probably like a real legitimate, no doubt, you know, no shots, but like an actual model known, you know, that's the. That's their mm-hmm. career, you know what I'm saying? Well, uh, you they, know, they 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 democratized the swimsuit issue over the yeah. last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But last I mean, year. shit. Like, if you a model, and this, you know, I don't know how much models make. You know, it's a it's fluctuating. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, there's still certain like tent pole achievements that I would imagine in the model game that you want to get at. And mm-hmm. it might feel a certain type of way when shit. Well, who? Wait, who's gonna get this? Sh- but I've been modeling since I'm 13 years old. This is my year. I just did Vogue last. This they told me. Well, yeah, look, we going the other way. You know, uh, Kim has a Hulu deal. You know, Sierra. You know, they, her and Russell, they just moved to uh, to Denver, so it's kind of a thing. She's back on the stage, so yeah, I'm sure you could understand. I mean, we'll have you next year. You know, she's like, what? You know what I mean? Well, but uh, you know. From 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 what I understand, you know, not what I understand, like just Uh-oh. from shooting with, uh, you know, the French photographer I used to shoot with, uh-huh. he specialized in like swimwear and um, lingerie. It. It's certain it's certain kinds of models that do that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Nina right. Agdell, like she she that's what she do. 
You know what I mean? Swim yeah, I'm suit, a Benina. You know, that, that type of stuff. Um, uh-huh. Every model ain't really, you know what I'm saying, setting out to do that, that type of work. You know, it's a very right. different kind of build that that um, and those even swimwear. more, what even happened? more. That's what I'm saying. Like if you training in the model <laughs> set, the model lane, the the swimsuit lane, you know what I mean? You in the fucking gym, three hundred and seventy nine days out the year. Even though it's only three sixty five, <laughs> you and that bitch doing two a days. Your agent was like, yo, 2022, I know the COVID kind of fucked up the swimsuit shit, I know, but, you know, we got you 2022 locked in. <sighs> Man, <laughs> you might feel some type of way with somebody from a neighboring, not even a neighboring industry is on the cover of that shit. And, ah. Eh. I'm look. I'm just. I'm just looking at it from the opposite way. Salute to everybody on there, but it's just a damn shade that I'm like Sierra, Kim Kardashian, and somebody else. This was supposed to be their defining moment where we knew who somebody else's real name was. <laughs> but for yet another year, they are still somebody else. Damn. But it is what it is. I mean, uh, like I, I said, it. last year I think they did a lot of people like that didn't have big names. I think they, you know, they. Right. They they opened it up a little bit, you know. Uh-huh. So you know, right, gave right, people right. opportunities that wouldn't normally um get the opportunities, you know. Yeah. But, you know, I guess they switch it up. Got it, got it. Uh something happened after Uh what Okay, happened? see Yumi knew. The first plus-size Asian-American model on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I guess this was this was her look. I don't know. I'm trying to find out who the people were. But anyway, uh, I'll get to that as I get to that. But um, mm-hmm. looks like Jordan Peterson must have said something about Yumi New. And I think he got, he quit Twitter because they went in on his ass. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I don't even really know everything about Jordan Peters. I just know his name. I know he's on some bullshit. Just by every time I hear his name, it's always attached to some bullshit. Uh, Last year, last year, uh, one of you know Lashana's ethnicity models was in Sports Illustrated in the swim swimsuit issue. That's what's up. Shout out Sage Nicole. Sage who? Sage Nicole. Shout out to Sage Nicole. Model, yeah. career model, Haitian, Haitian American out down there All in right. Miami. All right, look at that. Look at that. That's what's up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's what's up. That's what it's supposed to be. Um, anyway, I was, um, before you called, man, I was reading this wild story about mm-hmm. um, Anderson Pox. Pops or Anderson mm-hmm. Pox family. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, it's trending on Twitter. I guess it came out a while ago. I'm not all the way through it, but it's just some wild shit. And I, I, I don't think I had heard all I knew about Anderson Pox, his family. I knew his mom's was like some straw, like grew like grew a bunch of strawberries or whatever, and maybe some other shit or whatever. I ain't get mm-hmm. too deep into it, you know what I mean. But all I know is um. So Anderson Pox Pops was a twin named Ronald, right? <laughs> Who had a twin brother named Donald. They from Philly. 
Yeah, Ronald and Donald. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And uh, so they they identical twins and shit, and they look just like Anderson Park. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They some identical twin cats, and. Um, they was doing all of the wild identical twin shit. You know what I'm saying? Switching off and, you know, going, uh, switching off at the job, switching off with women. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Going crazy with it. Like, so far, like, they went they went all the way on some wild shit. Like, Ronald Anderson's Pac, who was, like, I guess known as the good twin, and Donald was known <laughs> as the evil twin, right? <laughs> You know, because there's always that delineation, right? So, like, you know, Donald was a little bit more aggressive, short-tempered, you know what I mean? Ronald was a little, you know, nicer guy or whatever. So, um, anyway, Ronald had gotten into, he wanted to go. They both wanted to leave Philly. It was in North Philly. They both wanted to get out of Philly. They was done with high school or whatever, trying to get about the city. Ronald wanted to go into the service. I think it was the Navy or something. I'm not positive, but they wanted to get into the service or whatever. But he was like 17. So his pops lied and said he was, you know, born a year earlier so he could get in there. He goes there. He goes to, you know, basic training boot camp. He's in there about six months or whatever. Maybe a little, you know, maybe a little less than that. You know, he comes back right before he's going to get deployed. He goes back home to Philly and she's chopping it up with um with Donald. He's telling mm-hmm. Donald they drinking and she telling Donald. He was like, yo, I ain't fucking with this shit, man. I don't like it. This shit is some bullshit. I'm, I kind of regret even signing up. You know, Donald like, well, shit, nigga, I'll go. I'm trying to get him out of here. I'll go fuck it. So Ronald say, all right, fuck it. He teaches him all of the, the gun tricks. He uses a broomstick to show him how to use his rifle. He tells him how to, you know, distinguish the ranks of the, the captain, sir, you know, sergeant, all of that type of shit. Teaches him everything. Donald shaves his head next day. They downstairs. Pops see them both with the buzz cut sitting at the dinner at the breakfast table. Pops is like, oh, see, y'all about to do that bullshit, huh? You know what I mean? All right, don't get caught. You know what I'm saying? So fucking Donald goes out there for Ronald. They don't know. Donald is a hit. This nigga's loving it. He's out in Korea. He goes through the uh, orientation. He gets dispatched out to Korea. He's having a good time hanging out, dancing and shit. People are like, yo, Donald, nigga, you could dance like, oh, Ronald, you could dance like shit. When you learn how to do, you wasn't the best dancer six months ago. So then Donald had to like fall back on his dancing because he was the better dancer out the two of them. Anyway, um... <laughs> So then that's just one thing that they did. They would do other shit. So like um, Ronald has some family. What happened? Oh, so peak this. So Ronald, while Donald is over in um over in um Korea, mm-hmm. Ronald driving, you know, driving driving Donald's car and shit. Racking up mad tickets. I don't think he got a job or, you know what I mean? But either way, he just let the tickets go crazy. The, the good twin. So, the good twin on some bullshit, though. He always, you know, he, he too good to pay a ticket. So this nigga driving around, racking up tickets or whatever. 
Donald comes home to a hero's welcome, you know what I mean? Because he just came from the, the service, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, they I don't know if they think it's Ronald, but either way, he just came from abroad and shit. They, hey, hey, next thing you know, this nigga go to jail. He <laughs> go to jail because he ain't pay no tickets. So this nigga Donald wind up in jail. Ronald <laughs> is in the streets. Ronald start having kids. Got a few kids out Philly, but, you know, he ain't really in their lives like that. And one day he just decides, I forget for what reason, but he just decides to go out to California, change of pace, goes to California, meets this woman. I want to say her name is, damn. Oh, shit, is it Martha? Damn, hold on. I'm going to find her name. It's, um... I'll keep going. Well, anyway, Ronald finds this woman. Her name is Brenda. So he have a baby with Brenda, who turns (laughs) out to be Brandy. Yeah, right. Brenda had a baby with old Uh Ronald. So Brenda has a baby. Brenda working the strawberry, like the produce game she's doing her thing in the work he meets her at the club or whatever whatever i think even i think donald might have went out there too i don't know if it immediately but anyway long story short brenda has a baby bob ronald you know the baby's name is brandon brandon is anderson pack you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so then he like yo i want to have i want to this one is going we're going to make a family he, he did the future. You know what I'm saying? He's like, we're going to have a family. We're going to have two kids. So they have a mm-hmm. kid. And Brenda already had two kids. So they have a kid. They Two kids and shit. They got a little family. And Brenda's like, yo, you should really, you know, reach out to your estranged family. So he start flying in the other family from Philly. They turn into a nice little blended family, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Things are going great. Ronald is like life for the party. Great guy. Brenda's out there, you know. Getting the produce shit on, working crazy hours, you know. Um, Ronald's on some Mr. Mom shit, like really making it happen, holding everybody down, whatever, whatever. And uh, what happens? Uh, I think Ronald start fucking with, you know, the coke and, and nigga wind up on crack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Ronald wind up on crack. And then, uh, you know, that shit kind of things start fucking up a little bit. And then he, you know, he needed money. She trying to get him into rehab and all of that shit. And, um, you know, one thing leads to another. She giving him some money, you know, trying to get him to, to be cool, you know, get his wife together, trying to put him into rehab. He wound mm-hmm. up stealing a bunch of money from her house because she set him up in a whole nother apartment because he was like, for like he would start bringing crackheads to the house and they smoke mm-hmm. a crack in the house and shit and she got kids so they she set him up in a whole nother apartment that shit turned to a crack house he's like really all on the, on the you know on rock like that mm-hmm. he runs up in spots steals like tens of thousands of dollars that she needed to invest in the produce shit she finds a friend in the business who uh Gives who fronts us some money, gives us some money to get to the thing. That turns into a whole thing that this guy is cool with Brenda, but Ronald don't like that shit. He real jealous. So then he go over there. He try to kill Brenda, <laughs> choke her, whatever the fuck. But then I ain't even get all the way through it. But then it's like, was it Ronald or was it Donald? Because at one point, 
Ronald was in jail for some shit. And then he's like, he got out on a work release thing. He was supposed to, you know, report back, but he didn't report back. So they went looking for him. And Donna was like, I'll go inform. And, Damn. you know, the whole shit. Yeah, no, it, it gets kind of crazy. I'm That's how far I am into the story. But this shit is just, this it's is just book? so What is this? This was, no, this was a, um. well, first it came from a Twitter thread. Not first it came from Twitter. I first saw it in a Twitter thread. Some woman was tweeting about it or whatever. And then somebody, which is interesting, I think it was a white woman. I'm not sure, but this is interesting because there's, you know, Twitter. You know, I told you the social media is the black people's closest thing to justice. You know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> they found out that it was actually a black reporter that she was, she was you know, surmising, you know what I mean, summarizing or whatever in this little tweet thread. So they kind of started, I guess, ratioing her. Like, you stole this from da-da-da-da-da. Here's the real story, da-da-da-da-da. So they, she deleted the tweet. They re-uploaded the, the story. So I'm reading the story. Because the mm. guy who wrote the story actually lived right across the street from them. And he didn't mm. put everything together until like 20 years later. Because he has a kid, you know... Brandon and I think the the daughter's name is Fielding or some shit like that. The little daughter's like um, Anderson, Brandon, and the daughter. So it was like one was seven and one was five. And the guy across the street, he had a son that was seven and a daughter that was five. And they mm-hmm. lived, this was like in Ventura County where it wasn't a whole lot of black people and they were both black people. You know what I'm saying? They like It was like little like one or two percent. So it was just kind of, you know, cool that there was a whole basically a mirror image black family across the street for the kids to hang out whatever whatever but he Mm -hmm. didn't realize and he was there at this point when he got there uh brenda was living with the guy i forget his name william william is the guy that that fronted her like the twenty thousand, so she could get Mm -hmm. her shit going they mm-hmm. wound up living to get well. Actually, after the attack, homie was like, "Yo, you should live with me, just so I could, you know, what I mean, I protect you." And I, at early at that point, they were still kind of platonic, but then it it moved to being romantic. Mm-hmm. But the guy that moved across the street, he was a reporter, and he was doing a story on Ronald, on Ronald and Donald, and he didn't realize <laughs> that the woman that. Ronald or Donald attacked was Brenda. He didn't even realize that she lived right across the street. And then it's like mm-hmm. 20 years later when he was like, I guess he came across Anderson Park. He was like, yo, that looked just like Ronald and Donald. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he started putting the whole shit together. This is before Anderson Park was Anderson Park. I forget his name before that was like, uh, I forget his name, but y'all, something love joy. Um, but yeah, man, the shit is. Shit is a wild little story. It's a wild little story. It's funny because he was talking about, because I do remember when he was on The Breakfast Club and he kind of made like a quick mention of like his backstory. And mm-hmm. he was like, um, and the guy says it in the, in the piece, he was like, you know, Anderson made reference to be like, yo, this shit could be a movie. And the reporter was like, they don't even know the half. And I'm reading this shit. <laughs> this shit is dead-ass movie. Like, this shit was crazy. Your boy Anderson is a wild dude. I mean, not a wild dude. He's a wild pass. And it's just so right. crazy because you probably would never get that based on, you know what I mean? Like, his, uh, you know, his sensibility, or at least what you get. You know what I mean? His sensibility, his big-ass smile. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would never know all of this wild shit was going on in his past. But, you know, that just shows right. the depth of people. Yeah. 
you know, no oh, people. an interesting story. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You people, people are people. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. So uh, that's what I was reading right before, right before you hit me up. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of depth, have you listened to uh, Mr. Morale in the Big Steppers? I did. I listened to it on the flight. Yeah, dropped Ooh. that morning. And um, okay, nice. And I was like, you know, let me go ahead and put that on. Now, I ain't listening, you know what I'm saying, for for all of the, you know. Right. I mean, you know, look. It was just a, you know, exploratory listen. It wasn't for academic gotcha. purposes. Gotcha. <laughs> well, you know, with the Kendrick album, you're going to have to listen about four or five times to really get through it. I feel like he's always, you know, that he make them, he make real heavy meals. You know what I'm saying? This ain't no, this ain't no little, it's not a little side dish. You know what I'm saying? This is no uh, little, you know, appetizer type shit. You know, no fast food. These shits be like, this is like grandma cooking. You know what I'm saying? Heavy, heavy starches and, you know what I'm saying, fried meats and, you know what I'm saying, balls. Uh, there's no need to do that. Anyway, um... Shit's good I like it I like that I had to listen to it I've only listened to it Maybe Two and a half times So far Um I damn near Killed myself Listening to it The first time Cause I was out Um I was out The night that it came out I went to go see This movie um, everything, everywhere, all at once. I think I was telling you I was about to go check that out. So I went to go see that shit, and I was kicking it or whatever. And then um, I'm in the whip, and uh, you know, twelve o'clock came. So I I downloaded the shit to my to my phone, and I'm driving home. You know what I'm saying on the West Side Highway, and I press you know I press play. On mm-hmm. the shit And nothing happening You know what I'm saying I'm like what's going on I know I put it on the phone I saw them hit me with the check You know when you're doing it on your iPhone It's like Give you the check We got you I'm like mm-hmm. what's going on I'm driving and shit like an idiot Looking at the motherfucking thing And the shit is all grayed out You know what I mean And then the shit just disappear So now I'm like what the fuck I'm driving I'm going through I'm sorting Going through the Kendrick Lamar shit I'm, in the, I'm playing myself honestly So the shit did crashed you know what I'm saying? Look, fortunately, that crash, I didn't crash. It was really many people on the road anyway. But anyway, long story short, the shit crashed. And I was sick because I'm like, damn, you know, Parking for me could be a double album. This would have been ideal. So I get uptown. By the time I get uptown, I'm looking around for Parker just a bit. Then the album populates again back on iTunes and shit. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm listening to it, and it reminded me. Of when I heard Yeezus for the first time, just mm-hmm. in the way of like the 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 sonically, it was just so different than everything going on at the moment. Just how it started, it just like that first record was. It just was a little like to the left, maybe even mm-hmm. a little bit more to the left. It was just like all right, okay, but again, similar to Kanye. Kendrick is one of those artists where I expect him to go left every time. Every mm-hmm. time it's a this damn near a whole new reinvention. You're gonna try some new shit, which I appreciate because I think he's one of those stars that leverages his greatness and his superstardom 
to do some shit to take artistic risks and big ass swings, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm listening to it. I'm driving around. You know, I'm still looking for parks. I'm not, you know, kind of distracted or whatever. But I'm like, it's getting in certain records that are a little are hitting me a little better than other records. But initially, and it was late, so I was like, this the first listen. Initially, it was cool. There was some shit on there. Mm-hmm. That I like Some shit that I was like Alright this I'm gonna have to Really get into this A little later So then the next day I forget where I was I took a drive somewhere And that's when I kinda got into it A little bit more And I just fuck with it I think he's You know He's hey, dealing with A lot of little You know A lot of Heavy subject matter Which is not which is not dissimilar than, you know, at least damn and even, you know, most of the times. You know, Kendrick ain't ain't afraid to go into the deep side of the pool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, like, you could kind of listen and tell he probably, he's in therapy because he unpacking on niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, he really getting into some, you know, he getting into, he doing the work on these beats. He's really going crazy and talking about things that are like, oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? But uh, mm-hmm. what's one of those things that I appreciate about? Because he like he going he's going to go there. So you like wow, yeah. oh, shit. You know, there's that. I like he had Kodak on there a few times. I think that's kind of cool because of artists of his ilk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Presenting Kodak makes people look at Kodak differently. Not that if right. you know people that know Kodak is dope, they probably you know what I mean it is what it is. It's kind of even that. It's like oh wow, that's interesting. Right. But I think. Kodak, one of them cats, due to a lot of his antics, people will write him off immediately. You know what I'm saying? Right. So for, for Kendrick to kind of feature him, and, you know, not even just on some one record type shit, have him on through yeah, the joint. Yeah. I thought that was pretty times. dope. Um, yeah. That was, a, that was another Pastor Duval prediction from mm-hmm. back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. I saw that. I remember that tweet initially. So mm. when I saw that on the thing, I was like, oh, wow. And, you know, <laughs> that nigga going to definitely let you know. Yeah, he, he said it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh and, and yeah, then, yeah, um, yeah. Nah, that 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 was dope. It was it's kinda akin to when um, you know, Kanye would pull cats up, like like most mm-hmm. notably like two chains, you know what I'm saying? Like right. like two chains was dope in its own regard, but then when Kanye pulled them up, it was kinda like, oh shit, people looked at it totally differently. Right. You know. Right. Um I'm not saying that no, two chains is Kodak or Kodak is two chains, but it just it feels the same. Right. Like as Even far like as the Biggie move. and Bone. Right. You know what I mean? Bone was well, up some there, people, well, he was, but they was like they were in my mind. Yeah, you know it, what it was more like, were, more like Jay Z U G K who the Southern people was like, nah, right, he you right. know what I'm saying? But they hadn't got up there nationally. Right, Bone was like right, multi platinum. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but they were still kind of... <laughs> this was still back in the day when shit... That regional shit was still very strong where, like, it was a big deal for Big to do the bone flow. People knew bone because of the crossroads right. and all of that shit. First of the yeah, month. Like, they were... they You know, they were popular as fuck. They were acclaimed, but they were, like, distinctly different. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, you had to really... That was back in the days when you really, like, you could tell what type of hip-hop head you were and how dedicated you was to it and how open-minded you were by some of the shit you listened to. You know what I mean? Like, 
you know, there's a lot of people say, oh, I was listening to Bone before. Or I was listening to Master P before, you know, he blew. Like, there's certain people that I might believe that. But a lot mm-hmm. of people I know was very, you know, local with their heroes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, really wasn't that open to some of that other shit. But, um, but yeah, definitely, you know, you the two chains example is good you know and also like or even even with jay jumped on a high remix you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it still felt like an other event like even man remember back in the days when um you know not to say motherfuckers wasn't cracking already but i remember when skewed on the barbie first came out you like wow wait a minute outcast and raekwon oh, oh, that's yeah. that's probably wow. one of their very few features outside of the dungeon family yeah, yeah, think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they yeah. did that, and one was Slick Rick. Yeah, the art of storytelling. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can't think of anybody. Else. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's Erica Badu. Yeah, um, but, you, but know. you know, yeah, that's in our family. Yeah, that was fantastic. She was a fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> trying to think. Yeah, I can't really. That's an interesting. That, that's an interesting point. But yeah, I remember when that first came out. Like that was a big thing. Like oh shit! I remember they had a whole big skewer on the barbecue out at uh, the uh, at the huh, at the Dungeon Family House. That was a big event that they did. That, that album yeah. dropped on my birthday. That was probably like one of my best birthdays out as a young man. Like that was oh, like right, right, right. September twentieth. Yeah, I remember that. that. I had yeah. it that that year. <laughs> Yeah, that same and Hove dropped that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was that was great. That was um that was a good time. Yeah, that was old that line. I was just in town, you know. Yeah, stumbled upon a great night. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh, that's always a good situation. that, That that the day that dropped and um. I think it was the probably like the next night we went to um little spot called Otto's, I think. I remember Otto's. I remember Otto's. Yeah. Yeah. Where was that at? That was on uh, like was an on old the, Buckhead. Well Buckhead yeah. Villages. It was now, like a cigar was, bar type of thing. Yeah, or? it was like a cigar yeah. bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. No. Yeah. Yeah, so Niggas, you know, stepped in there with, you know, had my braids, had fresh braids, you know what I'm saying, uh-huh. done up, had on this fit that I had plotted out and and put together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing fancy, but it was like, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to make a flip on this and that, that, whoop, whoop. It was like, uh, you know, that was when Dickies was out and all, you know, Miami niggas was wearing Dickies. I was like, nah, I'm going to get me a, a polo. A whole polo set, but it's gone. You know what I'm saying? But in the khaki color, like Dickies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> elevated Dickies. Yeah, yeah elevated yeah, yeah. Dickies with you know nicer right. material with these right. Clarks, these particular Clarks that I wanted. I would put them together. And you know, again, it was like a simple. It was like a simple monochromatic outfit with the fresh braids. Mm-hmm. Man, you you would have thought I had on Gucci that night, boy. That was, boy, I was like, oh, this shit was a hit. <laughs> well received out there. It was well received. <laughs> <laughs> they always remember the winning night. It was, yeah, yeah. It was well received, boy. Right. I was like, okay, That's yeah, what's up. okay. I, I got to do this. Up. 
Oh man, this shit sounds yeah. so simple now. Nigga, now right. you got to get a, you know what I'm saying, a hundred thousand dollar choker, and but that particular night, <laughs> nigga, because everybody was dressed up, but then mm-hmm. they couldn't deny you entry because you had on right. a polo with the collar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, you, you right. basically had on khakis. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and then you ain't have on sneakers. I had on the Clark. So they couldn't deny mm-hmm. you entry. It right. just wasn't, you weren't suited up. Mm-hmm. And that shit hit. That shit right. hit. That was, a, that was a trip. That was a fun night. That's what's up. That's what's up. Shout out to the 90s. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> what was shit. that, like 98? 98. Yeah, that was 90. I'm pretty sure it was 98. Yeah, man, ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, that was that was dope. That was um, I was saying they did at a event called Skewered on the Barbecue. It was right around the same time, you know. I guess that was like, Mm. I might have been. It might have been like the first single, or maybe the the B side of the. I don't know what the first single was off that album. It might have been first single on that shit. And they mm-hmm. had they had an event, skewered on a barbecue at like a little mansion, or maybe it was the I don't think it was the dungeon, I don't mm-hmm. think it was the dungeon, but it was like it was off Cascade. It was this big ass mansion. Yeah, that's they the dungeon. Had. Yeah. Well, I mean, the dungeon was off it Cascade. Could, it might have been. It might have been. But I white, know everything was house. like outside. I can't remember. It might have been a white house. It was a nice size house. Had some. It had a decent amount. The reason I said it might not have been a dungeon, or maybe it was, but it had a decent amount of like, like yard and room. Yeah, it's, it yeah, was like, it's like okay. those big ass lots. Yeah. One of my homeboys, so, his family owned the lot next to that, and it's like five okay. acres. And then yes. Hank Aaron is right across the street from there. Okay. Yeah, that shit was crazy. That was um, shout out to Shanti Das. That was. That I believe she put that on her Taye, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? That was a that was a a big fucking deal. You know they came through. That might have been like probably one of the first, if not the first, industry event that I had ever gone to. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. At that point, I was interning or whatever, and that shit was lit. I can't remember how crazy it was. It was just was popping. It just felt great. It was a good time. You know what I'm saying? It just felt like a. <laughs> A, a a next level cookout You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Like Cause that was the thing too Like People don't talk about that shit As much anymore And I don't know if it still goes on You know now everything is at event spaces And shit like that mm-hmm. But back in the days There was a lot of like Cookout type of vibes mm-hmm. You know what I mean Like you know They was talking I was seeing um you know, they was talking about how Queen Latifah and them used to have the cookouts back in the days. I remember back in the days, like, Heavy D was known for having cookouts. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get you a little spot, and, you know, you got a house or whatever. People come through, and it wasn't, that was the place. That was the place mm-hmm. to be. Like, oh, shit. I don't know if you, I don't know if I'm sure that shit still goes on, but, like. Yeah, it do. Yeah, it just, it, it makes it feel a little bit more. Like uh, familial might not even be the word, maybe kind of, but yeah, a little bit more familiar than a venue. Because sometimes a venue could kind of be cold. You know what I'm saying? Like something about, even if it's not even your real home, something about some shit happening at a house, at a home. You know what I mean? It just feels like, feels a little bit more personal. 
You know what I mean? Even if there's staff on the, on the grill and all of that other shit and people have mm-hmm. got trays of drinks, it just still feels a little bit more homespun. But anyway, yeah, that shit was cracking. Yeah, you um, know, niggas ain't, ain't throwing too big of a parties no more at the crib. Yeah, that's not. You know what I'm saying? Shit, times done changed a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being a little more discreet. Right, you don't want to know where motherfuckers rest they head at, I guess, you know, and shit. <laughs> Uh, which is all understandable. Um, so uh, back to the so we did all, we did all of this off of the spinoff of Kodak on the shit. I like Kodak <laughs> on there. That was that shit, that that tangent. <laughs> that shit went off of the, the Kodak pairing. Um, Taylor Page on the um. Yeah, that was I crazy the right there. Yeah, she killed that, that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit was and, dope. And, and just the subliminal parallel that he made was like, you know what I'm saying? Basically like this high, basically kind of like this how the internet be, you know? That's that mm. discussion that they be having on the internet every day, you know? Uh-huh. Going back and forth, black men, black women every single day. So right. it's kind of like, seemed like they played off of that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I could be wrong. That was just my interpretation. Because it was kind of like out of nowhere. But then they say something like right at the beginning of it, he say, I, forget, I don't know if he say this how, the, this how the internet be or this how the world be. But he say something at the beginning that lets you know that mm. he's making a parallel. He is it's, it's commentary. Right, right. Yeah, they acted a whole the hell out of them work vocals. Yeah, no, nah, they get they did that shit. They, that was a that was a hell of a scene and scene. Yeah, they they should kill that. He killed that. That's a good Man. one. That shit, that shit, damn! They don't even need no video. <laughs> you know what nah, I'm saying? That shit, that shit, that shit was a whole musical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, yeah, overall, I liked it, man. A lot of, lot of interesting commentary. You know. Uh, you know, I think I like this one. I gotta keep listening to it to find out where I'm ranking it. But I might like I, it's. I still feel like To Pimp a Butterfly is my favorite album by Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Then Good Kid Mad City is like very close second. Then, um, damn, but this might be better than damn because I revisited damn recently and I didn't make it all the way through. But I'm going to try mm-hmm. it again. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the shit a lot, man. Yeah, I, I got to give it another listen. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I, you know, for it to be a double album... Mm-hmm. It played pretty quick. I'm yeah. like, damn, it's over. All right, right, right. right, yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe it's a double album based on today's standards, but it was like a, I think it's like an hour and thirty, which I feel like is still that might have stood up as a double. What was a double album back in the days? Because back in the days, the CD was like seventy two minutes. I'm curious how long Life After Death is or even All Eyes On yeah. Me is, how long they Songs clock in. Songs was Could longer. You... Songs, Songs were was longer back, back in the day. Yeah. Um, you know, nowadays, albums be about 35 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Full albums be 35 minutes. So, shit. It's still, it's still a lot longer than, you know, what's going on mm-hmm. today. But um, I think yeah, I think it, and it gets into a groove after the for me it gets into a nice little groove after the first, maybe first two records actually not N95 is actually kind of cool I fuck with it, 
But yeah, I got a. Yeah, I like N95. Yeah, yeah. There's some shit on there. I still, I haven't even, you know, again, like, it's going to take some time. I like to really process these Kendrick albums. But I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm happy. Actually, funny enough, um, shout out to my man, Ro. Somebody hit me um, over these last couple days. One of the listeners hit me and was like, um, would you put. First, he was like, do you think Kendrick under-delivered, delivered, over-delivered? I said, he delivered. You know, I'm still processing. I don't know if it's over-delivered. He delivered. I think so. He felt like he over-delivered. Mm-hmm. But then he asked me the second question, which is a pretty interesting question, pretty valid question. Mm-hmm. Is Tyler in the cohort of Kendrick, Cole, and Drake? Mm. I think he is, but in a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. And shit, for me, it took Cole a minute to to get in that conversation, and mm-hmm. you know, and he's still he a different kind of artist than than both of them. You know what I mean? He the thing about Cole, he was able to make his way his own way. You know, mm. producing his own beats. You know, going against the grain to keep his sound the way he wanted it. And um, Drake, you know, Drake, of course, do what Drake do. Mm-hmm. And but Kendrick, you know, he was able to create a whole fucking. I don't know what they be doing over there in that um, Dr. Dre, Jimmy Alvin factory over there. That mastering and all that mixing, that sound not, wave not too. There's ones just sound wave, but just like, like so like you take an artist like the game, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like being on the East Coast. You don't see game, you know, performing live, and you know what I'm saying. Work like you know you know, on the east you see them artists from the south and from New York you see them working they in the club and here they in Philly they in Atlanta they in Miami at live you see them working then it's like I like I don't know if I ever seen the game live or you know even promoted live but he seemed to be always having money and you know what I'm saying living a great life I'm like well damn when did the game work but obviously. You know what I'm saying? They able to, he's able to make a hell of a living and and do it in a way that's not as, uh, it doesn't seem as he putting a lot of miles on himself, like some, you know, like these artists that's on the grind. So it's like Kendrick, well, he'll drop an album every couple few years or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Make art out of it and just test shit up for a minute and then disappear. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be okay because the system is set up. However, they got it set up, but it's admirable to, you know, be in your own system and and work it the way you want to work it, and and not have to kind of be shopping around, you know, getting in where you where you fit in in these other places, you know. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, but it's like it's you know it's like a like a rock star kind of you know what I mean, but in a different kind of way. Yeah, no, I get it, I see that. I think with the game thing, 
my observation is, I think he's working. I think he just works a lot on the West Coast. Right, right. Know? And I get like, that part. It's, but it's, yeah. you know, when you don't, when you don't see it, it's like, well, damn, how does this nigga really? Is not he popular? hustling? Is he out there like Fab and you know, right. Kiss and you, them type of niggas doing a lot of like, you know, I don't. No. I for I think when he active, you kind of see it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he's as active as they are. But then also the other thing is. You know, you talk about that whole Dr. Dre, Jimmy Iovine thing. I think that they, a lot of what happens with that machine, too, is a lot of big-ass tours that these cats go on. Mm-hmm. So they not like they might not necessarily have to be in the club getting the mm-hmm. brown paper bag shit. They on the mm-hmm. road on these huge tours and these huge lineups, you know what I mean? And they're getting nice... They getting their shit off there in front of you. You know what I mean? They doing festivals mm-hmm. and all of that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I know Kendrick Lamar's about to put on, put his tickets, I think maybe Saturday's tickets for his tours going on. His tickets, I mean, his tours like five months or something crazy like that, you know? And this shit going to be all over the world. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just going to be a different thing. But back right. to the um, Tyler Kendrick Cole Drake thing, I think at this point, I think, you know, I think, yeah, I think Tyler is up. I think he should be in that conversation. I do think that he's intentionally, just from the beginning, even with our future, he's kind of intentionally played the role of the outsider. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, his whole shit wasn't about, you know, remember the uh, notorious stories of Odd Future. Like, they would... They would be shitting on motherfuckers. I remember them shitting on Steve Rifkin on Twitter. Steve Rifkin was trying to sign and it was like, man, nobody want to go to your old ass office and sit at the fucking at the damn conference room table. Fuck out of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like they was like, man, that's the last thing we want to do. We on some real indie type punk type shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, the the creative direction of the videos. Made them, I mean, they were odd future. They look crazy eating roaches and looking different. So he, mm-hmm. he had his own, he had his own, he, he was at the beat of his own drum. Like you really had to fuck with them. It was very easy right. for you to be like, I'm cool on that. Whereas the other three, even though they had their own way, you know, J. Cole was very, you know, rapper producer. He was still kind of straight ahead in that in the grounded way of, you know, I'm going to do a record with Jay-Z. I'm trying to get signed to Jay-Z. I'm, you know what I mean? You know, fucking Drake, even though he was doing singing and rapping and all of that, he gets signed to Wayne. You know what I mean? Kendrick mm-hmm. gets signed to Dre. You know what I'm saying? So they, like, they're still, even though they're very you know, specific talents and they have their own singular way about them, they're still kind of in that pipeline, that traditional pipeline. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, shit, Tyler, just like Kendrick, got two rap album of the year Grammys, you know, even Mm -hmm. though he didn't feel like, and many people don't feel like Ego was a rap album, you know what I'm saying? But shit, he he's got the bona fides and he's got the the you know he's selling out like he's doing arenas, you know he's out here getting to it, you know what I'm saying and like, you know it's just it's an interesting um it's an interesting conversation because for a while it was always those three, and then mm-hmm. Tyler had his own like little 
you know, ecosystem or whatever going on. But now that everybody's kind of, you know, risen to the top, like this is the new generation of these top dogs. You mm-hmm. gotta, you know, they gotta be recognized. And it's definitely, this is the new generation of like leaders. You know what I'm saying? Like, and there was, you know, there's a few others, but like, it's just kind of crazy that these people have all, damn near all of them are, 10 plus year careers You know mm. And it's mm-hmm. just You know It's just so wild Like it felt like A blink of an eye But um It was yep. an interesting question Somebody asked that Um uh, Yeah man <laughs> Did you yeah, see Yeah man Yeah man hey. Hold on, Before we uh Before we jet out of here Real quick Did you Are you caught up on your Atlanta situation or nah you've been out here I'm not but to- I really want to hear your take cause I heard one of these episodes has some tripped out shit on it yeah um, you know what we'll talk about it when you watch it cause you know what like you know right. every time we get on this mic I guess since uh-huh. it drops on Thursdays and then uh-huh. we you know what I mean when we, it always feels so long ago <laughs> you know what I mean? So the right, new right, jazz right, right, right. joint, I right, might right, want right. to rewatch it, but I would rather you watch it too, so we could, you know what I'm saying? Like you could be like, oh yeah, 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 I saw this blase skip. You know what I mean? But nah, it was no interesting. Doubt. No doubt. In the, yeah, I was, yeah, I was out there yeah. in the in the world of Vegas. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I could dig it. I could dig it. Yeah, I was checking that shit. I was. I started. We own this city. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, it's. It's a good show. It's just it's like seeing all these these black people being you know tormented by the police. Mm-hmm. Like ah, you know what I mean? It's just like the reverse. It's kind of like the reverse wire. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On a certain level, it's just more from the. I mean, you know, the wire kind of shared both sides. It was the cops and the, mm-hmm. you know and the hustlers. Now this is mostly just from the point of view of the cops and you know and um. It's pretty interesting And the way that they keep like It's like Freddie Gray Is like uh, Like a character That's not in it You know what I'm saying Like you know They keep making so much mention Of Freddie Gray I wonder if they You know Put some money towards his family Just for the fact Mm -hmm. Obviously You know It's public record or whatever But it's just like So much of like you know, I guess a lot of this, and I had to, I'm gonna have to read up on it because I know it's based on a book, and I, you know, David Simon is involved, and David Simon is a reporter. You know what I'm so saying? It's a so Baltimore a lot of his thing. shit, yeah, it's a Baltimore thing, and you know, his shit is typically pulled from the news. So I'm just curious, like I know, like they're the person that they got playing the mayor looks like the actual mayor from Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm curious how. By the, you know, how true to what really happened is this show? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is it like, because it's not a docu-series. There's still, it doesn't feel like a docu-series. It's, you know, it's definitely a scripted series, but I'm just curious, like, how much of it is. Because they definitely say Freddie Gray's name quite a bit. You know what I mean? And it's just like, hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Obviously, that's that's a real story or whatever, but it just... I don't know if it's exploitation or <laughs> reportage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, he really. Yeah. I mean, you know, at least with the wire, he really 
went in and, and really tapped into the real people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why, and that's the reason I'm going to double back because, you know, David Simon, I feel like he's diligent in that way. So I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. But what I'm saying is, like, when you watch it, like, they, you know, it's almost like, I mean, it's basically like, not Christ, but you know how there's A.D. and B.C. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, a lot of the story is basically, you know, before Freddie Gray, after Freddie Gray. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I think they literally say explicitly that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Baltimore's response to policing and how the police see that whole thing, how they feel hampered, like they can't really go out there and do their job because of what happened with this whole Freddie Gray thing and da-da-da-da-da, and you know what I mean? Like, now... We can't cuff no people. What's going on? Everybody's pulling out a camera. You know, it's a lot. It's a, <laughs> it's that type of story, which is it's also a, it's a you know if you black, you know what I'm saying. It might be a little hard for you to kind of have any true sympathy for that point of view. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just seeing all the corruption and all of that shit. It's a hell of a story, though. It's good storytelling. Great acting. You know what I mean? It's a lot. And it's also, you know, the HBO shuffle. So there's a lot of people from from The Wire. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shuffle. That was part of the reason I didn't even want to get into it, because Marlo was a cop on this one. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just like, damn, seeing Marlo as the cop. But Marlo is killing it as the cop. Jamie Hector's a hell of an actor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty good situation. So, yeah. yeah. That's what's up. I ain't even yeah. ever heard of that until you started talking about it last week. Yeah, I just started watching it. Uh, yeah, We Own This City. It's on HBO Max. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Barry's been really good, but I know you don't fuck with that, but that shit is <laughs> fantastic this season. Last you say, episode. Who's Barry? Barry. Yeah, man. That's Barry so worth man. your time, bro. Barry is worth it. I'm trying to tell you that shit is good. That's, that's, Axe just yeah. came back, huh? What else? What else located that show? What they that's on at? HBO Max. It's in the second. No, I'm season. saying like, um, where's it take where, place? Yeah, the set. Where's the set? L.A. So the story okay. of Barry is Barry is a like, is Bill like a hitman, right? And a comedian He's a hitman hit who winds up getting into acting. Oh, and, actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right. and it sounds like when you hear the the premise, it sounds silly. Like it just sounds like okay, this is gonna be some silly shit. But the way that they like balance the tone, mm-hmm. like when he on his hitman shit, he's on his hitman shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when he's trying to do his actor shit, it's true to like, a, you know, an aspiring actor. And then mm-hmm. it's funny too, but it could get like it could get dark. It's just a hell of it's the the balance is so it struck so well. Like there mm-hmm. is some laugh out loud funny moments, but when he go in on his real hitman shit, like it ain't it ain't no play. Like there's moments <laughs> where it's like, oh yeah, you it reminds you you might have just seen some silly shit. You know, I don't even want to say silly shit, but just some some funny commentary on the thing or just a funny way of presenting a story. And mm-hmm. then it goes to when he got to handle business and it's like a stark reminder. Oh, yeah, this motherfucker is a psychopath. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's... But it's good, though. It's, it's super... You know, the acting is great. You know, the shit is... It's, it's dope. It's dope. It's definitely worth watching. Definitely worth watching. One of my favorite shows. In a oh, minute. wow. 
Yeah, yeah. I said that last time from season one. Yeah, it's up there. I fuck with Barry. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway. That. Um uh anything else you want to talk about? Chop it up about? Nah, uh, not that I know Yeah. Um you know, I say, you know, before we get out of here, I do want to say, you know, rest in peace to the to the the ten people killed in that Buffalo mass shooting. That shit was some bullshit. Man, that's crazy. That shit was terrible. And um I won't get all the way into it, but it's just one thing that I've been noticing as of you know, it's just sometimes you just it's like the, you know, death of these people is already tragic enough but then it becomes like this insult to injury thing in which you realize like how black life is treated like you know like it just becomes like this it's almost cliche the way that like a white mass shooter could kill all of these people and it becomes like the cliche of them being taken in Unharmed and you know, coddled by the reporting, and you know what I mean. They might not, you know what I'm saying. They say a teenager is not an 18 year old man, and you know all of this, this shit. The way it's presented, it's just like it's even more. That's even like that's the the double assault. It's like yo, you know, we're gonna show you the fucked up shit. And and the fact that the video, if you want to watch it, is still out there. You know what I mean? Damn. But then it's just like, even that, and then it's just like, to show you how this will be treated is like just the, it's like, it's like after a motherfucker got you down, then they talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, mm-hmm. that's, that's the, and that's just like, you know, that becomes the American way. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, ah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's uh it always leaves a bad taste in your mouth. You know what I'm saying? But um you know, rest in peace to those those victims. That shit was fucking horrible. Um yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um I think it's time for us to get out of here, you know. <laughs> I don't know how to transition out of that, that shit. Note. It's just on that note, I mean, you know, old, old black trauma. Um, you know, um, yeah, man, shit. Let's, you know, till next week. Let's tell a friend to tell a friend, and even the enemy to get in the conversation. We out. Word.